Yeah, hey everyone, this is Kelvin. This is episode 37 of Res Metal Podcast. On this episode, I talk to members of the band Salvation's Lost. Uh, I speak with uh, members Jared, uh, Gerard, Christian, Steve, and Aki. So, really cool, uh, really cool band. And I uh, hope you guys get to enjoy that interview. Also, hope everyone got a chance to make it out to the Navajo Nation Metal Fest over the weekend. Salvation is Lost uh, put on a killer show, as did other bands uh, that performed. Um, yeah, it was a really, really sick show. And yeah, just shout out to uh, Rancid Savage Productions, Randall Hosky for putting in the work to, you know, make that, um, you know, make that festival happen. Um, but yeah, some of the highlights, um, gosh, there's so many, honestly, just like every band that, you know, showed up and played. I saw, I noticed there was a lot of bands that, uh, didn't, uh, weren't able to make it for, you know, their, you know, reasons. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to thank all those bands that showed up and, put on a good show for everyone uh on saturday but um yeah so i spoke with uh salvation's lost um last week before the navigation metal festival so uh we do mention that in there in the interview also just um apologies on my end i think my wi-fi was kind of cutting in and out um I don't know. I live in Fort Defiance and I have like the choice in T-Way wireless, um, not the best internet provider, but you know, it's what all I got to work with. So, but anyway, um, yeah, it's really cool to talk with, uh, Salvation's Lost. We just kind of go into, you know, the band's history, um, kind of like what influenced them early on and what it was like, you know, to play, um, versus now. You know, it's it's really interesting hearing how, you know, bands start out really young and in like, you know, middle school, high school, and then they eventually, you know, we eventually have to, you know, um, you know, get regular jobs and, you know, families and, you know, different types of responsibilities. So it's really cool that they're, you know, still chugging along and, you know, making music for us. So I'm going to play a quick clip with some of their music and then I'll go write an interview. So uh, check it out. Thanks again, guys, for uh, taking the time to talk with me. Um, if you don't mind, I just, uh, you guys like just, would you mind doing like introductions for listeners? Uh, this is uh, Salvation's Lost from Page. 
Yeah, uh, I'm Chris, and I play the uh, the guard. And I'm Mateep, I do the vocal for the band. My name is Eric, I play the beat. My name is Steve, I'm on the drums. My name is Gerard, I play guitar and backup I understand you guys are at a rare time where you guys are all in one place together. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys all from that same area, the page area? Okay. Um, so I guess we can just kind of start from the beginning for listeners. Um, how long ago did uh, Salvation's Loss uh, start out? Well, I guess it was originally me. Um, started out as a band. It was uh, some other form of the band before. I think it was about we all started. Rod and the key are the one. Yeah, we've been here longest. The main member. Okay, and then um, I guess uh, who who is like the person that kind of came up with the idea to start Salvation's Loss? Uh, yeah, that was me. So um, yeah, I was already in other bands before, but um, just started kind of forming, then uh, got the name Salvation's Loss, and then. That's when Aki was joined joined with us. He was a bassist during that time, and I was the lead vocalist during that time. We also had two other people. Uh, the guitarist was his name was Pedro, was George, and the drummer was uh, Donovan. Then after a while, we just kind of mixed around, and people started coming in, and others left because they had to you know work and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, what year was that when the band started or when you started out? I think, I believe, like 2008, maybe. Okay. What, what was going on around that time and when you started the band? Were you just like, were you, I'm, I'm assuming you guys were like in school at the time or? Yeah, somewhat. We were. Um, I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was younger. Uh, he was still in I was, school. I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think I just graduated high school around that time awesome yeah yeah i was still in high school okay and when the when the band started was there um you said you were playing with other people um like uh was there a different form of the band before this or or was it it was kind of um it was like we just jammed together and then we just started kind of like playing a lot more than our friends and people would come by and like just to watch us and then some guy was offered us a show like we should start playing live in front of people so we just started making music yeah and, playing, and then we got our first show and then that was with the uh, key he had a bass guitar so he was like yeah i have a bass and then like cool come try, try joining us and then uh then the other guys had guitars and i was the lead vocalist because i was just uh I don't know why I was leaving, but, but I just kind of uh, <laughs> took over that. And I was also making music. Then 
making the songs that we had then. And then my friend was um, the drummer. He, his name is Donovan. And me and him would jam a lot. He, me and him were basically jamming all the time before, before the band. Yeah. So we just kind of formed that. And then after probably like about a year or two, that's when we lost the both guitarist. And I took over guitar playing and Donovan, the drummer, became the guitarist. Then that's when like, he was telling us that he, he, he can sing, so we let him. And then we just kind of moved around with that. And then we found another drummer. His name is Willie, or Will Annual. He, he always wanted to jam with us, and he's just been with us ever since, like before. And then Jared came along about the same time Willie did, right? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> well, uh, well, Annual and I were actually part of the little death metal band here in Maine. But the same thing. You know, everybody went out to sing company, started live, elsewhere. And I followed uh, Millennial. And they, awesome. They were deep, 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 deep. Hey, I got a bass. What kind of. Um, uh bands or just like any music or non-music influences uh went into salvation salvation's lost in that in the beginning oh <laughs> uh during that time i was big on like as lay dying and uh parkway uh, drive. drive yeah parkway drive and um kill switch i really was uh, <clears throat> um black dolly murder yeah, yeah. Black Dahlia. Yeah, Black Dahlia. And also, uh, I like death metal, so I listened to a lot of Cannibal, Cannibal Corpse and Torture Killer. So that was the main thing. That's still kind of the same influences I have right now, but it's more of a, a bit different right now. So that's what I think was my main drive back then, so those main bands. Yeah, I can definitely hear uh, some of that influence, um, especially with the vocals. Uh, like, has that like Black Dahlia Murder style of vocals with the the high pitch shrieks and the really low guttural vocals. So, and then and then, uh, yeah, definitely a lot of the uh, like lead guitar melodies, like Kill Switch and As I Lay Dying. So that's yeah, I can definitely hear that. Um, and then, um, with your instruments, did you guys like study music or just just teach yourself or how did you guys go about like, for me, um, I was self-taught, so I just kind of like, I hear music that I like, and then I just took the time to listen to it. And then I just started playing it like on a guitar. So I was mostly self-taught and just go by ear. That's what all, all I ever did. I did take a guitar class, but uh i it was just kind of like i didn't really get into that so i just kind of like did my own thing and just was basically self-taught and that's how i played music there and i still do that kind of right now yeah i uh, took a lot of guitar classes in high school a lot of classical influences and that i just stuck to what i knew i can string a pretty good classical guitar so i get the good bass fingers <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I went to guitar class, you know, throughout middle school and high school, but at the same time, I was still self-taught, and uh, whenever I learned a class, I just try to, you know, make it my own style, I guess. I don't know. 
Yeah, so for my voice, I think it's came naturally, and over the years, it's kind of progressed and changing a little here. Yeah, Keith's come a long way from his vocals, especially in our first band. Awesome. General, Big difference from what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that still makes me cringe. <laughs> um, for me, I, I feel like I'm a late bloomer. I just started playing drums like 2010 or something like that. And, um, but my musical background consists of um, marching band. <laughs> I played the alto sax in high school, and um, I started in middle school, and that's why I learned to like stuff. And that was about it. But like those band trips, I'm always listening to stuff. You know, what have you? Um, I always wanted to play drums, you know. And uh, after a while, when these guys first started, I remember seeing them at a townhouse for the first time, um, jamming, you know, all their own stuff, and um, doing some Parkway covers. <laughs> that was pretty rad. Yeah. But yeah, man, these guys are pretty cool. And then we just been, you know, hanging around with each other since a long time. Yeah. And then um, around 2010, um, I was working at um, Animal Boat Rentals. And um, it was during the summer, so I was making some pretty good money. So I remember one day I was like, go hit the local little music store you have in town. And I bought like a $300 shit. <laughs> and just started learning it. I just started playing. I uh, bought the pedal and started playing on First, I started with HDC and then I started with a lot of stuff and started playing Metallica. You just grew from there. Yeah, what, what was it like uh, playing those shows early on? Did you guys play mostly in the Page area or um, how did you guys go about playing shows early on? Yeah, like the first one we did, our very first show was me and uh, Key, and that was in Tuba City. We played at a kind of a mixture of metal and punk. Yeah, it was, it was like mostly all the shows we played was mostly in tuba at first and it was a bunch of like punk shows they always kind of like because my friends were punk bands and stuff like that and then they always had us play shows that they had going so we we're always like in that in those shows around there and uh it's kind of how we started out and then we started playing more shows here in page yeah that was back when we started getting we had everybody kind of yeah page page didn't have a scene yeah there, there was no places to play so I put together a lot of shows here at the townhouse, or we'd ask the local bars if they could, uh, you know, let us play for a night. <clears throat> but yeah, Paige didn't have a scene at all. So we, you know, got into the business of uh, recruiting other bands to come out and play these little places in Paige. That's uh, we found Chris. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, before I joined Salvation's Lost, I was actually a guitar player for a band called. Dishonor. Uh, we formed back in like 2008 or 9, and we were just kids, you know, just hanging out. You know, we all had similarities in music, so we all decided to join together and like just jam. <clears throat> First, we started out with like Metallica covers or like, you know, Pantera. Just like a garage band would start, and eventually we started bringing our own influences in and started making our own songs. But uh, around 2011 or 12, yeah, that's when uh, <clears throat> these guys they they helped us get get shows in uh, Page at the townhouse, and you know um, they're pretty much like 
our big brothers. <laughs> like the way we look at them. Cause we were just high school kids, you know, just trying to find, find a way to like play some music. And luckily, uh, Jared and Gerard and those guys, they all, they all helped us, uh, get on some shows at the townhouse and some Cameron shows. <laughs> yeah. Cameron shows. Yeah. And tuba. And, you know, so, so they brought us along throughout like wherever they, they were playing at. And, you know, eventually, uh, I just started to cover their songs as well. And eventually they needed a backup cars. So that's when I decided to kind of join them, you know, a few shows here and there, but eventually that's when I uh, started doing um, most of the shows. And yeah, that's pretty much how I joined. Yeah. My sister was a friend of Chris. Like, He's a pretty good guitar player. Like, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Come play with us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but we, uh, you know, Paige, Paige sucked. But eventually we got like bands like uh, Knights of the Abyss to come out, come through. Hey, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was the show. These were like brutal shows. And the, and the city doesn't like us. They, they do everything to keep the metal out of Paige. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people drive around and see the church row. So, very conservative town. Yeah, it's very religious. Yeah, it's uh, it's near uh, Utah, right? So it's kind of like pretty heavily uh, populated by Mormon uh, Mormon people, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a mixture of Mormon, Catholic, uh, Baptist, kind of like kind of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot of churches there. There's like over 20 churches in a small town. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've only been there a couple times, but um, yeah, I mean, I grew up around the Holbrook and Winslow area, and it's uh, it probably has the same vibe, you know, just like border town, and um, especially a lot of like prejudice too. So I'm pretty sure it's probably not not that much different out there. Yeah, everybody here is either gangster or hardcore metal. Yeah. Were there were there a lot of uh, people into metal out there, or were you guys like like limited? I remember going to school and seeing all my metalhead friends, and I was like, "Why don't we have shows out here? Yeah, why are we always traveling down to Phoenix for Flagstaff for shows? Make yeah. it happen." And we, we met a lot of good people along the way. I mean, like uh, one blow away, they're pretty good friends of ours. Yeah, Unchief came out once. Uh, Obsolete, obsolete. A lot of good, good friends, especially uh, Dishonor, and then uh, what was it after that? Uh, uh, Dishonor, and then a board out of Oh, yeah. And now uh, Graves of the Mind. So Graves of the Mind came up with it. Like three different bands before they became Graves of the Mind. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Like, uh, I guess back then, um, well, I mean, it's kind of like a Kind of weird question, but did you guys have like a like a MySpace for the band? That's actually how I figured. Like I found these guys. <laughs> uh, went on MySpace and had a flyer up about a show, and so I looked them up on YouTube, and that's when I first heard uh, "The Egg I Suffer." Uh, it was a live video, but I was really like into their sound and became a fan since then. <laughs> Yeah, we're about to drop lots of money on MySpace to have the whole back page all pimped out and everything, but then Facebook blew up. Yeah, I feel like there hasn't been a, a 
social media since i mean i think myspace probably had the most influence for like bands i mean yeah. like now i mean yeah I, I mean facebook doesn't really allow that um like yeah, sort of like a personal touch to yeah um i know um i don't know Bandcamp. i i really got into Bandcamp, and but i guess that's more for like fans of the music that collect music and can uh show off their collection on Bandcamp. but but um yeah i feel like myspace was just had a way bigger influence and um it could be just you know back at that time too i think metal was just a lot more like uh popular too because you know they had like the mayhem tour and the ozfest tour and like warp tour like they had like a lot of like mainstream appeal and that, and i feel like now that's kind of gone and i feel like metal is just kind of like tucked away now now it's just like you got to have like a smartphone and you gotta yeah, the algorithms now yeah like, yeah no hastings or blockbusters so you can't go in and check out what's cool on the cover yeah i remember i used to go to the hastings and flagstaff a lot and they would have these like free like cds like with like a like it was like a free like compilation and yeah i would pick that up and i would like find bands that way so um yeah really there hasn't been a focus on that type of like physical um format for music now it's kind of more streaming and like you said algorithms on youtube and spotify um but yeah i did hear your uh your the album uh the doomsday album on spotify what year did that come out that's when we made it but then it was on stream like 2016 yeah that's when we finally got it on uh all digital platforms okay we finished the disc on 2012 and that's when we had the hard copy but then we finally got it out on digital streaming and stuff everywhere yeah about 2016 yeah yeah uh, figure it out. yeah how uh what was the process of uh, like making that album did you guys just do it yourself or did you have to like go into a studio and have uh kind of both uh my, my good friend ben hersler he was the uh, drummer for knights of the abyss and he actually lives in flagstaff <clears throat> so i i kept in contact with him i told him because we're actually looking for a studio in flagstaff Draw and I and Steve actually lived in Flagstaff for a while. I, I forgot Steve lived with us. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I gave you a couch. <laughs> <laughs> Using your computer for music. <laughs> oh man, okay. okay. Welcome back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, we were, yeah, by, by then Steve wasn't part of the band. He was a fangirl. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Another <Yeah>. drifter. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we shopped around all these like little gangster places with a little booth open for what three hundred bucks a day type deal. And uh, my friend Ben just got back from tour, and he's like, "Hey, I got a place. I can do it for cheap." So we went up there, recorded a demo, and passed that around for a while. And then we got serious about it and went up to his attic above his garage and popped out this album, Doomsday. Yeah, he he put a lot of his his own uh, skills to it. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, I was I still uh, just listen to it on Spotify. I don't own the physical uh, disc, but um, 
I'm always trying to collect them, collect uh, physical discs. I doubt that in the ether right now. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it's all about tapes and uh, vinyl. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, in the beginning we would do uh, CDRs. We'd buy the whole little like uh, paper sleeves. I bought a little stamper and I'd stamp all the uh, the tracks on there, give not to the show or giving people at the shows. So we 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 developed a good fan base back then. A lot of people in Flagstaff in the city really appreciated the music. Yeah. Well, uh, how like how um, how long were you guys like really active with like doing shows? Um, I mean, I guess now with the pandemic, since the pandemic, I think a lot of bands kind of slowed down. But um, was there like a period of time where you guys were like consistently doing shows and? Yeah, it was probably around the 2012 to yeah, 2016. I think area. 2011 to 2013 was our prime. Yeah, I remember we chose in one day. Yeah. Yeah. That back up and hurry up and show there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back when the uh, four local was first coming out. <laughs> if I had to put a date on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a peaceful. <laughs> And that was a pretty much. That's when we lived in Flag during that time. Yeah. And then we had a. Because Draw, Draw, and I lived together, yeah. and it was more like a family affair. My wife would help out. <clears throat> My son grew up with all our music. You know, he kind of drops it a lot of times, and it was the family play shows and go to work, eat food, play more shows. That was yeah. probably before um, Chris was in the band. Huh? That's when we had Donovan. Yeah, it was around that time. Yeah, it was around kind of like in between. Like, yeah, I, I'd fill in for like a show or yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, okay. It wasn't like oh, what well, he couldn't make. Yeah. yeah. So that was when I, we had Donovan for the guitarist then. And he was coming in, filling in when Donovan would have been. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. That yeah. Then we started playing more shows. I guess it was around the time we did play a lot in Phoenix and. We did go to Gallup and Albuquerque and stuff like that too. Yeah. Then Colorado, around oh wow, yeah, Colorado. Yeah, and then um, I'm guessing um, it was probably because you guys all like lived close, closer to one another when you were like pretty active, like doing shows like that. What we're like probably two hours away from each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, and then um. Yeah, did you, was there, I mean, I'm guessing since you guys are all apart now, but um, um, did you guys just kind of have to, like, you know, find jobs other places and just kind of um, kind of slow down as far as, like, being a, uh, playing a lot of live shows? Yeah, eventually in the way, like, working on roads and stuff, and then some of us work out yeah. of town. And, yeah, that kind of, like, started needing some like a reason to miss some shows too and stuff yeah did you guys still like um get together to like practice or did you guys practice over like uh, i guess i don't know i guess zoom just kind of came out recently but um would you guys just kind of like meet up together to practice every now and then Well, yeah. I feel like Salvation Lost really gets 
we feed off each other. That's how we play. And when somebody's missing, it doesn't feel right. <clears throat> so we it's hard getting everybody together now, but it seems like it's getting easier and easier to come together and play, you know, playing that love. Yeah, when we're all together, we just we just know the song, kind of. It just comes out. Even though we haven't jammed in, like, last time we jammed was, like, a year and a half. Yeah. Since our last show, like, a year and a half. And yeah, that was right before the pandemic. Yeah, right before the pandemic. That was our last time playing together, but... Recently, we've practiced, and it's all just coming back to us, you know. Yeah. Hyping this up again. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Nice. Um, so, uh, like, how far apart do you guys live now? Like, you guys said that you guys were kind of, you guys have to go away for work, but how, like, where are you guys at now? One, I still, I live here in Page still, and I work here. So that's where I'm at. <clears throat> I, I I have a house here in Page, but I work in a It's kind of hard to come back. When I come back, I miss somebody. So Chris, he's got work. He has to be Um, and then, uh, have you guys been able to like uh, work on new material or new ideas? I'm trying to get that started. We do. Um, yeah, right before the pandemic. Yeah. We got the ball rolling. Just for Well, there was, uh, there is some new ones, but it's just like just trying to find, we're barely getting together to work or work on stuff again. So hopefully we can do that pretty soon. But yeah, we always have, like, just never really had time to be actual together as a band. Yeah, do you uh, write the songs like together, or does somebody like bring in a majority of the the songwriting ideas? Yeah, it's kind of uh, I don't know. What... I'd say we just say, "Look at this." Yeah, <laughs> just have an idea, show them, and then we feed off of each other. I guess it just kind of adds up. Yeah, and then uh, we do have like other songs we've been working on that we're trying to get recorded to finish. Poor bag was the one, and then we still have like two more that we still need to finish that we're going to get le- uh, released again, too. And then the new songs that we're going to start working on after that, try to get that recorded and released, too. So it's just kind of starting up again after this whole thing. Yeah, we're, we were kind of holding off on Poor Bag. Upcoming show, release it to the masses. Got something shiny. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's, that's a it's a pretty badass song. I was listening to that today. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Yeah. Um and you guys are gonna be uh, in Gallup on Saturday at the Navajo Nation Metal Fest. We're we're excited for that. We're pretty stoked. Man. First show in a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, we played with uh Ocean Market and yeah, probably. 2019. Yeah. 20, 20, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's 2020. Yeah. 2020 again. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Almost, yeah, almost two years. Almost, yeah. 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 That plane got lit. It's happening. It's <laughs> happening. Then yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be there. I'm gonna try to be there all day and see everyone, see all the bands. Just try to give you a good show, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just off the cobwebs. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you guys have any other shows uh, planned or in the near future? No, no, we haven't. Not yet, but we're hoping that we do. We, we would like to get more shows, and we're gonna try to more after this yeah yeah our uh our, our <laughs> yeah my uh my friend is our uh producer he he plays for grades of monument he's a drummer and uh he's the one that recorded helped us record a whore bag and uh, The Walking Dead. And when he gets back from work, uh, we're going to start recording some other stuff as well. Yeah, I think those are a lot, most of my questions you guys uh, answered. Um, um, is there any, like, um, any shout outs or any, like, bands people should check out you guys want to throw out there? Great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you guys should check out Grass Monica. So cool. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, Bumbo of the Way. Those guys always, they always shine. Yeah. Yep. Uh, obsolete. Yeah. Obsolete. I like Ocean Harvest. They're pretty good. Yeah. Ocean Harvest is really good. Yeah. Man. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of talent out there. But yeah. There's a lot of bands on the res and they're, they all kill it. Yep. Yeah, I just look at that uh, itch for promoting. I'm like, who's, who's playing right now? Who's out there? You know? Under Exile. Yeah. Yeah, they're opening for, like, they're pretty much opening before the touring yeah. band. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so pretty good. Shout out to those guys. Yeah, all the bands in this, sh this uh, show that's coming up, too, they're really good, and we play with quite a bit of them, too. Yeah. And they always throw a good show, and we're excited to join them again. We're mainly excited for to join these same bands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's gonna be a really good show. I don't know, I don't know how if people kind of realize how, how uh, I guess. Well, to me, it's it's a big deal, and hopefully, a lot of people make it out there. I mean, it's it's nice that I got moved to Gallup because then at least it's like a easier to get to. I think kind of like Window Rock and. Fort Defiance can, can kind of be tricky with all the small uh, highways and all the livestock and hitchhikers on the side of the road. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, yeah I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm pretty looking forward to all my alien weaponry, man. Oh, yeah. Once humans, pretty cool, man. Logan Nader from Machine Head. Yeah, yeah. Legend. Legend. Burn My Eyes album, so good. <laughs> This is, a, this is only my first, my fourth show with them, <laughs> so I'm super stoked to be playing something like this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you guys for um, asking me to play and um, just chance to do something like this. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. All right, I'm gonna stop the recording, but uh, yeah, thanks again for talking to me. Thanks. Cool. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks.
Yeah, thanks for the uh, opportunity to speak in the people's ears. All right, that was my interview with uh, Salvation's Lost. Um, I want to shout out and thank the members of Salvation's Lost, uh, uh, Jared, Gerard, uh, Christian, Steve, Aki. Uh, thanks again, and uh, yeah, thanks for putting on a sick show at the Navajo Nation Metal Fest. Um, but yeah, if everyone want to just support Salvation's Lost, follow them on social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube. Um, they also uh, recently released a, a track, Horbag. I'm going to play that now. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. And, um, yeah, thanks again. Yeah. You know what she did? Oh, Your canting daughter. Oh,